1: hey giant fans welcome to the giant insider podcast my name is jerry foley i'm the senior editor of the giant insider newspaper and with me as always is the beat writer the heart of giants nation chris bizignano chris has me fired up because we were just talking about the ranger game last night and but forget that let's put that aside uh we only uh we spoke about one draft pick on friday because nothing else had happened and mm. since then man wow uh the giants added a lot and dave Gettleman, uh his his uh, he's got a whole new reputation bud doesn't he who
2: who took over Dave Gettleman's body huh? in the draft? <laughs> <laughs> um, look, pretty interesting times. Um uh, Dave is now known as Trader Dave by around the league Crazy. in the NFL circles, you know, and the giant insider paper. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um yeah, look, it, he, when he traded down from forty second to fifty and still got Aziz forty two to fifty. 42nd to 50, yeah. Oh, I'm 42, sorry. That's what, I thought you said yeah.
1: 47. I'm sorry, dude. No, no, 42 to 50. 42, <laughs> yeah.
2: 42 to 50. Yeah. Um, and he still landed Aziz. You know, people around the league were like, wow, Dave yeah. is having the best draft. Yeah. You know, in 2021. Yeah. You know, he's getting picks from for next year, first round picks. He's still getting a receiver that was rated just a notch below. And some scouts even had him just as good as – uh Smith and, and um, uh, Jalen Yeah, Some scouts had him on the same level as those guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then turn around and get Jerry, um, you know, a couple weeks ago I tweeted, I said, the Giants reach at 11, it's going to be for the Georgia kid. You said he, it on the podcast too. And I said it on the podcast. I said yeah. if they reach, which yeah. I hope they didn't because yep. I don't see 11, 11 overall talent. Yeah. But I said, but if they reach, it's going to be for the Georgia kid. Yes. And, you know. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, so they didn't have to reach. They picked up some assets, um, and they still got their guy. Uh, and he's a top two, three guy, edge guy in his draft, maybe number one. Um, I like everything about him. Uh, I think he fits with the Graham's system perfectly, you know, what Graham wants to do. Chris, we talked about on
1: on Friday night, or it was Friday night, and we said if you had your choice of Devontae Smith or what the Giants did, you know, you, I think we take what happened. But The feeling there – I was even happier with the second round. I, I If that was a home run, yeah. that second round move was a, a grand slam out of the stadium into the next city. I, I mean, to get the guy at 50 that you were considering
3: yeah.
1: at 11, but really, like you said, was a little high for a pass rusher in this draft. To get mm-hmm. that guy at 50 and then come away with another third, it's yeah. what, I mean, bravo, Dave Guttelman. You got to give him credit, man. That was incredible. Incredible,
2: yeah. and dave admitted he was going to take him at forty-two if he didn't get a trade. Yeah, saw he didn't that get an offer. Yep, you know, yeah, uh, he admitted he was going to take him at forty-two. Yeah, so and he still get him at fifty. So listen, Dave getman what can you say? Great draft by Dave. You know, yeah. um now, Jerry. That being said, was I a little surprised they didn't draft one offensive lineman? Yeah, I was big time. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, no. oh no, no, right? No, I was surprised. Right. Um, you know, uh, the guy I really liked went in the third round, Wyatt Davis. Well, Banks went in the second too, right? Uh, Banks Detroit. went a little higher than I yeah. thought he would go. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously, Jerry, the kid I really liked besides Wyatt Davis was Trey Smith. Yeah. And he dropped it a sixth round. So obviously so many teams were concerned about his medicals. because yeah. He was way better than six sixth round talent. Right. But, but the Chiefs kind of took a flyer on him, I guess you could say, because he's had blood clots. He's had medical issues. But as a kid, if he stays healthy, it he could be a real bona fide starter for the Chiefs. So I was, but getting back to the original point, Jerry, yeah, I was surprised, man. I was, I thought they would address the offensive line. Um, they didn't. And that shows you how much confidence they have in this offensive line. Yeah. They, they brought in a few undrafted free agents, but don't, you know, you can't be looking at them and go, oh, I, no, and you can't expect them to do anything. Okay. Now, could they find a diamond in the rough, you know, like, you know, like Sean O'Hara back in the day before the Giants? Yeah. Or, or yeah, there's a few, right?
1: Sorry, Birdham, Nick Gates. But for Nick every Soybert, three of those, yeah. there's a hundred that are just
2: Right. N- never made so it. we hope they do. They put in don't forget they put in a veteran like Jonathan Harrison in the yeah. offseason. Um they had some depth and all that. And Fulton's over there. Um so Jerry, it was surprising they didn't address the offensive line, but it shows you how much confidence they have in the offensive line coming yeah. back coming in this year. And we'll see if it comes back to burn them. You know what I mean, but they don't. They have all the confidence
1: in the world of these guys, man. You know, the third round pick to me, I even made sense, and I understood why they did it. Because if you, if you looked at last year, even though they they had Bradbury and Adoree Jackson, and basically Julian Love is the third, or basically the guy that they could put anywhere in the secondary, Julian Love almost. But you look at last year, and it was James Bradbury, and you know Ryan Lewis, Isaac Yadam, uh, You know Sam Beal doesn't exist. You had a second <laughs> corner where you were almost almost taking guys off the street or just figuring out who the hell is going to play this week. So taking a guy like Aaron Robbins, and I understand why they did it. And I, I was fine with it, especially the fact that they traded up for him again, getting value, supposedly a guy in the top 50 that they got at What 71, I think it was 71. Yeah. But um, to not take a lineman after that, I was really surprised. And I, I, I thought, you know, they never, the giants don't do things the way we we think they're going to. I'm not <laughs> unhappy especially with the first three picks, but it was like, okay, when are we going to get a guard? And we didn't. And I just wrote the column, right? Like this is all going to rest on the line now, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're, you're now betting on Thomas Lemieux, Gates, uh, Hernandez and, and Pert. And that's fine, but it better work because the rest of this team seems like it's very talented now. Like the offense seems kind of loaded and it's going to come down to an offensive line, that it seems like the Giants are the only ones who have faith in them. But that's, I guess that's why we, they pay Joe Judge all that money. So,
2: yeah. And you have to put the faith in Judge. And there's no offensive line coach. Yeah. You know, there's no offensive assistant coaches and all that who are very confident that Thomas, the Lemuse, even Hernandez coming back in year four. What's his year four for Will, right, Jerry? Yes. Yeah. Even Hernandez coming back for, uh, in year four. And then you throw in some veterans, you know, and the return of Nate Solder, you know, competing with Pert. If Pert doesn't quite work out, you got the veteran Solder to throw a right tackle. Um, But they, hey, you know, they really like Matt Pert. They think this kid's going to be playing right tackle for them, you know. Are they rolling the dice, Jerry? No, I hate to say rolling the dice, but can it blow up in their face? Yeah. I'm worried about guard. Time will tell.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: you know, so... um, We'll see. I mean, time will tell. You know what I mean? Time will tell how these kids play, because like you just said, Jerry, if these kids don't progress and this line doesn't play well, it's going to be a bad look, dude. You know, it's going to be a bad look. Yeah. Uh, um, So we'll start finding out, you know, in August and when the games start in September, man. But um. They're very confident, Jerry. That's all I could say. And time will. Yeah, I hope count. they're right. I hope I'm. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're all. Oh, we all hope they're right. hope, hope yeah. our
1: skepticism is is unfounded, and these guys turn out to really take the next step. And you try to think. Somebody tweeted today. I forget who it was. You know, look at the 2004 line, and then they added Kareem McKenzie. But they kind of took the next step into 2005 and really had a nice run there. So I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I hope they're right. And um, yeah, it is what it is. They're going to bet on that, it, and, and we'll see where it goes.
2: Hey, look, Jerry. You know. Uh, I was b- blowing Matt Matt Pert's horn, you know, t- tooting his horn. from yeah. training camp on. Yes, played well in the snaps he played. Had yeah. a little, you know, struggle at times there towards the end of the season. Yeah, but you know, now you have a little bit of an offseason season program coming up. You know, uh, probably June mini minicamp. Right, and all that stuff is going to be in you know in person. Um, and they expect big things out of him in year two, man. You know, yeah. and you know what, Jerry, they should because. I saw it. I think the whole giant nation saw it. Yeah, I know he struggled at the times they had towards the end of the season, but there was also times he he gave them quality snaps. Oh and yeah, anyway, I was yeah. Like, whoa, this That's hurt. Remember? Her. Yeah, yep. So they're looking at you know this kid could play in year and year two as a starter, and and yeah. and, um, and if he does, Jerry, then you got to worry about that guard position a little bit, like we said. Yeah. Um, but they uh, look a kid like Shane Lemieux, They they really like him, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They like what he brings to the table for them and what they want to do. Yeah, I, I know you
1: said he needed to improve his pass protection, and you're right, but he looked so much better to me. than Hernandez is the one I'm scared of. Hernandez is the one I'm worried about, and I know he was a second-round pick, and it's time for him to move forward. But if I, I look at that whole line, I'm looking at Hernandez right now is probably the biggest question mark, and that's amazing being that Lemieux was a fifth-round pick last year. But um, yeah. it's it's Hernandez, and does he stay at left guard? Does he go to right guard? I don't even know. I have no idea where they put him. Um, but we'll
2: see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I could tell you this, Joey. Yeah. Somebody reached out to me the other day about Will Hernandez and Anderson said that he's really busting his butt, which he does every year, Will. He's a, he's a hardworking kid. He's no slouch. Yeah. Um, but he looks a little lighter on his feet. Okay. From what I understand, uh, some kind of he's in some kind of training uh, re- regiment, whatever the hell he's doing, which is out in Arizona, somewhere. And, yes. Um, yeah, I saw clips of it. Yeah. I'm not yep. sure, but um, supposedly his goal was to trim down just a bit, get a little quicker on his feet. Uh, and we'll see, you know, how it looks. So you kind of, kind of, kind of got to hope that. Look, he's no, he's no bumming in. Is he's no slouch. No, no you he's know, not. right. But he just hasn't played like that number two pick that everybody thought. You right.
1: Know? This, this, it's not like we're going in with John Jerry and Patrick Omame. Right. This isn't the case. Right. We're, you know, that's <laughs> right. that, that. would be like, oh my God, Daniel, run, hide. Right. Um, so
2: it, is, we'll, we'll, it It's a lot better than that. So. Yeah, um, yeah. Listen, yeah, yeah. Definitely, Jerry. You know, uh, I, well, let's not. Uh, we're not trying to portray this like he's some kind of tomato. In it, you know what, yeah, what I mean? Right. Still, make you laugh. So, so they get
1: Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Robinson. Now they're they defensive backfield, Chris. Apparently, they don't want anyone to score, which is awesome. I mean, to, you know, you're adding Aaron Robinson to Bradbury, Jackson, uh, mm-hmm. Peppers, Love, Logan Ryan, McKinney, who feels like a rookie again. Um, Darnay Holmes, my God. It's that wow, okay, great. I, I'm not gonna complain, I'm happy about it. Then they had a kid, an interesting prospect, Ellerson Smith, who's what, 6'7, 255 or so. Um, somebody tweeted, The Giants just drafted Ted Hendricks, and and I think it was Big Blue VCR. Uh, he's a guy who he, he jumps like 40, it's ridiculous. Did you see the, the clip of him just standing still, jumping 42 inches? Like yeah. his verticals, 40, he's in the 99 percentile, right? 6'7. Like, just line up over the center and block
2: every well, field goal. Uh, that's why I put that on Twitter. Right. You know, that's why. I, and Papa, 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 the Giants announcer, was accusing me of trying to take his job. You right. know, That's right. I saw <laughs> that. That was great. Fool, you know, fooling around. But, you know, But I'm glad everybody in the Giants, you know, the followers of the Giants fans all could hear Papa's voice as I was tweeting that out. You know, like, right. field goal blocked, you know, because the kid... The kid is like a – you know, the kid yeah. could sky. You saw it in college. He had blocked field goals all over the place. You it's know?
1: Really, and he's already 6'7". I mean, yeah. you know, he yeah. look, he, he's got to put some weight on, you could see. But, hey, you know, the the, the numbers were impressive, and they right. didn't play last year, but it wasn't by choice, right? I mean, he wasn't – they didn't play uh, Northern Iowa, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they went to the spring schedule or something. And right. he
1: so, out. look, yeah. I'm okay with taking a flyer. Again, uh, they didn't take a guard. It is what it is. But, you know, you take a flyer on an edge rusher, and now you're adding another – Look, he's probably a longer-term project, but you're adding this kid to Larry, Lorenzo Carter, Zimenez, uh Carter Coughlin, Cam Brown. All of a sudden, you got all these edge rushers. You know, it's going to be by committee, but I expect one or two of them to kind of blossom into something. So, again, I, I, I have no problem with that pick, dude. I'm fine with it.
2: Yeah, it's another edge. Can't have, can't have enough edge guys and corners in this league, right? Yep. Um, and then, um, now I look, Jerry, I gotta be yeah. honest with you. You know, I wish they would have taken offensive linemen. now, sure, time, me too, but they didn't, right. They went with edge again. And, um, like you said, Jerry, he's a little bit of a project, he's got to gain some ways, a little thin, but he has untapped potential. You can see how quick he is, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, he did a lot, you know, he did do some things in college. I know it was Northern Ireland and all that, but the Giants see a kid that could be real athletic off that edge, you know, and you know. <laughs> You know when they drafted him too. Joe Judge had visions of him on special teams, blocking extra points, sure. blocking field goals, and all that. You know, yeah. you know that.
4: You know, but yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. that his active game day, we'll see. But you know, they have that. You know, Judge was like looking at that, salivating, looking at the film probably of him yeah. knocking, <laughs> blocking field goals. You know, so right.
5: Then,
1: then in this, the yeah. I was going to yeah. say I don't want
2: I don't want to gloss over
1: both. But if you could tell me anything about Gary Brightwell, I'd be really impressed. I you know I love that. No. Yeah. I don't watch many Arizona games. Uh, yeah. But this, these obviously, Brightwell was a um, uh, taken really for special teams. Gettleman admitted that. Uh, yeah. Seems like a like a bigger runner. Uh, looks, you know, look again, did the same thing everyone else did. Ran to YouTube to see what his clips were. Uh, you know, some some fumbling problems, but can catch the ball out of the backfield. Then Radarius Darius Williams, who is Greedy Williams' older brother. They basically mm-hmm. said. They can't. They couldn't pass him up because of the value. Again, another corner. We have 75 corners on this team. But I remember, mm. look, I remember a long time ago, 1984, I believe it was, we drafted a guy out of Michigan State, and my sister said to me, I remember at the time, these are the things I remember when I was uh, nine years old at the time, we have linebackers coming out of our ass. Why do we draft this guy? And it was Carl Banks. So there you go. You never know, right? I mean, you know, we had a Andy Hedden and a Taylor and Carson, and Van Pelt was just cut. So listen, um, I'm not going to complain
2: about a sixth-round Cornerback of, of value. So, and Jerry, I like to talk about something. You know, um, I put on look, Joe Judge came from New England, right. Patrick Graham came oh, from
3: yeah.
2: New England. Yep. Bill Belichick has built from the outside in the yep. last three, four years. Secondary in. Yeah. Because Belichick's a genius. He, he always adapts, yep. always adapts to the league, what's going on. That's yep. why he's Bill Belichick, right? Yeah. And you see what the Giants have done the last few years. Now, when Gettleman is always with the hog mileage, we're going to build inside out and, and all that. And Dave, not that he's got away from that, but the last few years, yeah. Judge comes in last year, Patrick Graham comes with Joe, and all of a sudden, you see what? They signed Bradbury last year, this year they signed Odori, right? They draft corners up the, up, up the butt. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. They got Xavier last year. They can't pass him up in the second round. They were right. going to trade down. Xavier was too much, too, too good to pass up. They trade they uh they draft him. Right. Right? Pep's over here, a couple of, You notice they're building from yeah. the secondary in. Do you like that? Jerry, I don't have a problem with that if you have an edge guy and Leo got eleven and a half sacks. But Jerry, in today's football, yeah. you can't argue with that. You? No, the reason I'm asking is because it's so different from what the Giants
1: built. Really, the last two championships almost the pass rush. Right. Now, what what people forget is Corey Webster was a second round pick. Aaron Ross was one. Entrell Roll was a free agent, but he was a first round pick. So they did load up that and Terrell Thomas was a second round pick, right? Mm-hmm. They loaded up their defensive backfield with with high picks. So, but this is this is very different. Like they they are like I said, they have eight to nine guys. It seems like that can play back there. So it's a new
2: way. I'm I'm hey, yeah. listen, it works, it works. I don't care. I mean, just look at this draft, right, Jerry. Yeah. A corner, another corner, right? Yeah. And, and I'm not saying Dave's ignoring up front. Yeah. You know, but where – you know, a couple of years ago with that sixth pick, Jerry, or that maybe even that third pick, oh, it might have been a big we, body up front.
1: Yeah, we wanted Josh Allen. Yeah. It might have been a def- – what? We wanted Josh Allen with that sixth
2: pick. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like this year with that third pick was a corner, the sixth pick was oh, a I'm corner. Sorry. Right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought were talking to like Daniel Johnson. A couple yeah. years ago with yeah. Dave, those yeah. picks might have been defensive linemen. Yeah, yeah, Right. This year the corners. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. what I'm getting is that not that Dave is throwing out his philosophy. You know, he hasn't throwing it out and say, oh, I don't like big bodies now. But you could see the little shift in philosophy now under yeah. Joe Judge. Yeah. And he got that from Bill up in New England, Belichick. Sure. Yep. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. that's what if anybody if anybody digs on, you know, what are you talking about, Belichick? Look at Bill, look at Bill's secondary last few years, He's been one of the best in football.
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think it goes back to what we said. Like Gettleman is, is is GMing according to what his coaches want, right? And and with with Shermer, it was, these are the guys, I, this is the quarterback I want. This is the, you know, Betcher saying he wants these guys from the Cardinals. But his draft picks were, you know, B.J. Hill, big guy, right? Uh, McIntosh, like that was his philosophy. So it's a good point, dude, that you bring up. This is a whole shift and it, it's judges imprint on this. But yeah. Gettleman is smart enough. You got to give him credit. He's smart enough and not stubborn enough and he's, he's, he's not stubborn where he listens to him. This is giving, he's given Joe Judge the team and the philosophy he wants. Yeah.
2: And that's what Dave is. That's what right. Dave does. Right. It's not a dictatorship, Dave. Right. You know? Right. Um, but I do believe, though, Jerry, that Judge, coming from where he came from, Yeah. and Bill Belichick calling John Mara and saying, yeah, this is your guy, Judge. Yeah. This guy is the real, you know, this guy is your guy, John, you know? Right that his voice carries a little more than Sharma's did. You know yeah, I mean? sure. Yeah. you know, um, Maybe. And I think you've seen that. And, and they had some times in the draft room. They were going, you know, uh, possible trades, and things were getting hectic. And Joe Judge calmed everybody down. Judge calmed everybody down in the draft. Guys, guys, relax. Yeah, We'll work
1: on this. It'll work out. It's his second year on the job. Like, he's younger than us. <laughs> like,
2: and he's like, everybody calm down. Like, it's, it's unbelievable.
6: Well, well uh, yeah. It's amazing. Because,
2: because you know... He comes from a draft room, Jerry. Yeah. Where Belichick's like this. All right, we're gonna draft uh, you know what? Call uh Dave gentlemen, get a thirty, get a 30-second pick for the seven. Belichick team. puts his dog in yeah. front of his computer. Yeah, Belichick has his dog Pat. You know, petting his dog is okay, we're gonna draft this kid. I'll move down. To, we're gonna right. get Christian Barrymore. Move down to the second round. You know, what, I, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. there's no panic. No. Ernie no. Adams, his old boy, who's, who's from what I understand, Belichick's last year. Yeah, behind the scenes, his his wizard behind the scenes. Actually, he's retiring, but everything was calm. So Judge is bringing that all o- over here, yeah. guys. Calm down. Yeah, we'll t- we'll we'll work on this. We'll trade back. That's the New England philosophy too, trading back. Yeah. So Dave did a hell of a job. He working with Chris Pettit, working with Joe Judge, Patrick Graham, heavy influence. What he liked because you know he's defensive guys. Patrick went over him over and over. Jerry, yeah. I can tell you this: this Aaron Robinson kid. Yeah. They really didn't, you know, they knew they they met him at at the senior ball, whatever it was, and a couple things flew out at them on the tape. Right. Uh, Two things that convinced them they want how physical he was. Yeah. Okay. And then when they met him, Mm -hmm. he was all business, the kid, all football. Yeah. Yeah. And something about him, like Judge says, you know, when you meet some kids, you see, hey, this kid's all about football. Right. And he lights up a room and plays gravity. So they met Robinson down in the senior bowl and the kid was all bit, and there was something about him. And Judge says, I love this kid. Yeah. Not to mention the kid's a big physical corner and he yeah. kill he sticks his he's a real physical kid. Yeah. And Graham liked him. I know this for a fact. Graham liked him because the kid could play man. Right. He could play zone. Mm. He could do it all. It's yeah. not just a press guy or not just a zone kid or a press guy who can only play a cover three and then you put him in man and it's like, good luck. No. And they like this physicality about him. And they love the way he was all about football. And that's what George is looking for, Jerry. Guys yeah. all about football, Yeah, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, and
2: that's, you, so he went up and got him, dude. Do you think Graham will
1: play uh, – and, and we're going to send out the tweets soon. Do you think Graham will play less zone with all these cornerbacks or he'll just stick to the – I think
2: team? you'll see more man, Jerry. Yeah. But, yeah. I think you'll see more man. You can now. You know, until it's proven otherwise, I think you'll see a, a lot
1: more man. I mean, they're yeah. in a position, and don't get mad at me for saying this, but Julian Love is like their fifth corner right now. That's how good, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> on, no offense yeah, to Julian. But, like, yeah. it's that. It looks like that right now. Like, Darnay, Holmes, and and Robinson will probably fight it out for the slot. Robinson could play the outside. But, like, right now, the way it looks, like, this this secondary is loaded. Like, eight guys that can play. Thank God. I I that's why I didn't have a
2: I, I liked the pick. I was fine with it. So. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be a, a they're gonna be a very interesting back, uh, group of guys to watch in training camp. Yeah. And the most intriguing I guess is gonna be the offensive line or how they do in camp, you know? Yes. So but I, you know, but, but to watch these this secondary against the offense every day, against the guys at like Galladay. Yeah. Kadarius Tony, Shep. Yeah. I don't think Shep – look, Jerry, Shep's going to be on a mission this year. You know that. Yeah. You know, he probably thinks the writing's on a wall. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, Slayton, your boy Ingram, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, that, you know, that 26 guy coming out of the backfield. So, so,
1: Chris, Chris, Kyle Rudolph, buddy.
2: uh, Oh, uh, yeah, and my boy (laughs) Rudolph. Yeah, I forgot about my my boy. And my boy Rudolph. Um, Jerry – those 7-on-7s seven and 11-on-11s yeah. in training camp yeah. is going to be must-see, yeah. you know? Just to see those young kids the second day, some of the veterans, obviously with the Dory and Brad, and then the kids, you know, back there, and then X, X McKinney against the Tonys, <laughs> the, the, the Kadarius, and of course, that Galladay fella, you know, that, that everybody seems to have forgotten about the last few weeks, right? Because, it's uh, excuse me, the last few days because they drafted Tony, right? Everybody yeah. seems to have forgot that that they got Galladay. Unbelievable. You know, so. Oh, my
1: God. Fun yeah, so, the Giants for...
2: got weapons up the butt, but... They They really do. And they added some weapons on
1: defense. It's just, like you said, it's going to come down to that line. All right, guys. Um, Anything else on the draft before we take a quick break?
2: Oh, they're getting Aaron Rodgers, too, Jerry. Uh, So they might get Rodgers in the next few days. Right. That broke. Yes. I got to be honest with you. So Dave Gettleman's on a radio show, local radio show in New York, and they asked him about Rodgers, you know. And of course, Dave says, oh, well, we always look into everything, you know. Yeah. And for some reason, like some people actually wanted to run with that and say, "Oh, Johnny's might be interested." I mean, yeah. I mean, Jerry, I didn't even, I didn't even waste the didn't energy. Look. in my finger to even hit the keys on my computer to tweet that right. or my phone. Didn't even waste the energy. Then. No, I saw some people did waste the energy on that. Uh, why I don't know, but um, you know. And another thing, Jerry. Yeah. Maybe I could. You know. Maybe I could reassure everybody um Daniel Jones is their quarterback next year just to let yeah. you know yeah. that no matter how many times Dave Gettleman's asked or yeah. Joe Judge's asked if Jones is the guy next year yep uh Jones is the guy next year you know just to let you know Jerry you know uh, because I don't think 6,000 times is good enough uh you know to reassure everybody that Jones is the quarterback you know <laughs> I think you're right all right i just sent the tweet out chris
1: before we go to break i just want to say one thing to you may the fourth be with you there you go what is that it's star wars day buddy may the fourth may 4th all right
2: i thought (laughs) we made a fourth be with you
1: well it's may 4th got it all right uh all right guys we're gonna hit a break and then we'll be back all right dude there's like uh there's eight in the queue let's see when they come up uh, Eight in the queue. Wow. Eight in the queue. That's like studio talk. Eight in the queue. What is that? Eight waiting. Yes, and here comes Ryan. Ryan Williams first again. Here we go. Let me check. Let him in. Ryan Williams was first last week, and it looks like he's first this week. And I said, everybody, make sure you unmute. Which he's looking at his mute button now. I can see him (laughs) unmute, and he's trying to find it.
2: Ryan, unmute, buddy. If you can hear us.
1: <laughs> no.
2: Unmute in the corner. Somewhere can you else. hear us? He can hear us. Oh, he can hear us. Okay. Oh, you can tell. In the corner. There, there you go. Yes. You yes. did it, Ryan. You got it. Hey,
3: Ryan, you guys hear
2: me? All yes. right, there you are. I'm, I'm so man.
3: sorry. I, I lost you again. What's up, buddy? <clears throat> How you guys doing tonight? Ryan Williams, what What's up, brother? Not much. I, I, I two for two. I feel great. You're better Um, than Francisco Lindor right now. I don't know if you're a Mets fan, but (laughs) yeah. What's on your Uh, mind? So uh, obviously a home run for for Dave Gettleman in this draft. Um, Even the immortal Mark Ross in NFL Network. I don't know if you saw if you guys saw. Yeah, Dave Gettleman an A plus for his his draft.
2: Yeah, coming from Um, that buffoon, that's quite a.
1: Well, he he did that because he didn't build the line, so Ross was fine with it. Ross was like, "This was a great draft." (laughs) Yeah,
3: Uh, of course. (laughs) Um, You know, I've been a. I've been a critic of Gettleman. He has plenty of them out there, but uh, you know, you got to give him credit for for looking at the big picture,
1: yeah.
3: not thinking about the twenty twenty one Giants and uh, doing what was right for the franchise. Which uh, which you gotta you gotta admit, it, it was it was a home run all the way around.
2: Yep. Well, um, Ryan, Ryan, first off, you know what? I like you, dude, because you just said you're a critic of Gettleman. Yes. And there's a lot of people out there, Ryan, that are critics of Gettleman. And they just refuse to acknowledge when the dude does something right. Yeah. So you, I, I like your open mindness because you know what, Ryan? If you came in here and said, Oh, you know what, Gettleman, and I yeah, you know, traded down, but he didn't get this guy, he didn't get that guy, you know, he still stinks and all that crap, you know. Yeah. Um, that would have been I would have been like, All right, this guy Ryan's a buffoon. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I mean, but you know what, Ryan? Yeah. He had a heck of a draft. Um, to get a number one from the Bears next year, dude. After the Eagles moved up and got Smith, because Smith was that guy, they were going to draft him at eleven. There's no question. I know that's a fact. You know that was my question.
3: Would, would they have done the trade if, if uh, say the Cowboys stood Pat and took Parsons? No. At- oh, they, oh would they would take it, Devonta Smith. Really? Okay. Oh, I know
2: that for a fact, Ryan. They would take you guys have done that. Smith. What would you guys have done that? Yes, I would you have taken would Devonta take
1: Smith. Smith. Well, now
2: yes. that I know what I
1: got, um, I don't it's know. awesome. I like, I like what we got. I know that's easy really to say because we got it. But if you gave me the option beforehand, we get a first and a fourth, and this kid,
3: yeah, yeah, flip a coin for me, dude. I'm fine with it's it. It's tough. It's that's a tough one. But um, and and Gettleman, he he's really his job's on the line this year. You know, if this is a five-six win team, you know, he's he, gone. You he, he can make yeah. the case he's done. So oh, he's you gone. Take, you yeah. take Slater there, and you and you probably make the this year's 2021 Giants a better team with Slater. And uh, he he decided to go. The best route for the franchise, the long-term route. I, I was joking, like I said, I was a critic, a gentleman. I was watching the draft with my dad, and I was joking. I said, "Dad, uh, this new GM next year is going to have a haul of picks with the, to get. He's going to get the ground running next year. <laughs> well, well, Ryan, you know, but, if they win
2: six games, you're right. You and your dad yeah, are going to be uh, watching next year. Another gen, another general gen- manager. Will be will
3: trade up. I'll have to use those picks to trade up for a quarterback or something. But no, I'm I'm, I'm being uh, I'm being a cynic right now. So uh, that's good. Got to be, be open-minded and. Uh, you know, it, uh, I guess the, the one criticism you could say is you didn't draft an offensive lineman, but yeah. it, it's time for, for these guys that they draft. They drafted three of them last year, and, and they got to get better. They have actual coaching staff now. I mean, you know, no one was getting better under Pat Shermer. Or no one was getting better under Ben McAdoo. You know. Well, no, uh,
1: no, no one was getting better under McAdoo, that's
3: for sure. Right. You know, uh, they, they have guys yeah. now that, you know, we got a few draft picks, late-round draft picks, the linebackers, Coughlin and Cam Brown and Crowder. Yep. They all got better last year. Nick Gates got better leonard williams got better he finally played up to his potential you yep. know um it, it, it's time it's it's time you know if that's the route they want to take then uh i'm, I'm, I'm all for it so i'm on Good board I'm, i, I have really no. Complaints. what do you think about this Kadarius tony kid ryan well you know i know people are saying oh they're going to use him you know and, and as a gadget type player and, and you know you, you don't draft a guy in the 20th you know with 20th pick overall just to use him as a gadget player he's going to play yeah um unfortunately it, it might take some snaps snaps away from from Shepard. i don't know if he's uh if he's going to be you know the beneficiary from something like this and, and with his contract and everything coming up might be might be he might be the uh guy who's his last man out at the end of the season but um you know i i would have taken line or 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 oh, he pay I, I, at that yeah. point you know but i, I I'm, I, can't I thought it was Quiddy Pay Yeah, with the trade. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I thought I thought he was the guy. But,
1: the, but the, when you get Ojulari in the
3: second round, though, it was like great, geniuses, right. fine. Right, so. and I would have been fine with him at twenty, probably. Yeah. Right, you know. Um, so really, it's, it's I'm not going to sit here and nitpick. It, it was a great draft across the board, and uh, kudos to, to Dave Gettleman. I, do you think he's more of like? It feels like more of a team effort this year. Yeah, we were know? just we, talking about that. We were just yeah, talking about, about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you
2: know, The heavily, Joe Judge. It was a heavily influenced draft from Joe Judge, too. Right. Yeah, and Patrick Graham. And that, uh, Ryan, it's that New England influence that's seeping into the building. Yeah. Which, as we know, Ryan, is not a bad thing, right, dude? Yeah. <laughs>
3: you, don't, you don't draft for me, you, you draft the best yeah. player available and, and, and figure it out from there. Um, all right, buddy. Listen, well,
1: thanks for calling right. in. Really appreciate it. Um, we got seven people in the queue waiting. Brian, Brian thank you, my man. Again. Nice job. Thanks buddy. for your time, guys. Thanks, we'll pal. See. We'll see you next time.
3: All yep. we right. <laughs> right, we're gonna we're
1: gonna in bring in a cousin, Chris. Uh Dominic. He's got no cam, no mic. Let's see. Dominic Caggiano. There he is. Take off mute and there he is. Cagiano? Right. It's gotta
2: be Cagiano. What the hell did you get
1: Cagiano?
6: Yeah, it's Caggiano. Oh my God! <laughs> you could yeah, tell, tell. this is an Ivy. Yeah. Mate, you
2: could tell Jerry's from New Jersey, Caggiano. What the hell is that? <laughs> anyway, anyway, oh man!
6: My uh, question is: I'm thrilled about the draft. I thought it was great. I, I not trying to be negative at all. I'm just a little bit worried about guard. Do you? Should be. <laughs> do you foresee a free agent signing or a trade or something besides besides you DFA? Dominic,
2: veteran? Dominic, the most I could see right now at this stage of the game is a late cut by a team in August that a veteran and they pick up a veteran, you know, and put him in there in September. Uh, trade no. Andre, after free agents, they picked up a few the other day. Good luck. I don't know nothing about them. We'll see if they pan out. You know, one's <laughs> a center, yeah. one's a tackle. You know. Um. So actually, a kid from Florida, the center, could play a little guard. And they actually, kind of uh, a couple of people actually told me that he's not bad. This kid, but anyway. But Dominic, is it a concern? Hey, dude, we've been talking about before we went on. You know, we went. Me and Jerry were talk about before we started taking callers, man. Uh, that's the main concern, dude. The offensive line. We'll see how it's going to play out. I mean,
6: I mean, I wanted, I wanted Slater badly. I, I was happy, thrilled when Devontae Smith and Waddle were gone, thinking that might push yeah. him to take Slater. Yeah. But it didn't. I do, I do think it was a good move, and and I do think it's a better move than if they would have just. Taking Devontae Smith because I think the Bears might be really bad next year. I think it could be a time. Yeah, well, they're, they're going to be led
1: by Dalton or a rookie pick. quarterback, right?
6: Yeah, so we we should be fine at wide receiver anyway. So I don't think we needed Devontae Smith. And even if Sheba gets cut after next year, then then Tony can be the slot. And with that with that Bears pick, they could pick a in a more important spot. But I'm just concerned about guard. Is there any chance of a Trey turner signing?
2: You know what? Everybody keeps mentioning that, Dominic. Um, Turner was not good last year, and that's Dave's guy from Carolina. And I haven't heard anybody, Dominic, say, hey, look, they might look into Trey Turner, which makes me believe they might think he's done. I'm not saying he is, Dominic. I'm just telling you, I haven't heard anything about them. Now, down the road, maybe they might bring him in, give him a look. I don't know. That's possible, Dominic. But, you know, watching Trey last year, I I didn't like him at all. It look like yeah. he got old all of a sudden, but he might have a little ball left. I'm sure he does, Dominic, but I I haven't heard anything about it. I feel
6: him. like we have a Maybe. lot of depth at spots. I wish I, – I know it doesn't happen often in football, but I wish there was a way we could trade from our depth for a guard. Like we have too many corners.
1: We have no, – We just talked about we don't have, we have too many corners. <laughs> I know what you mean. We love the corners we have, but I hear what you're saying. I know. We were just uh, talking about it. Like if uh, we, 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 We're, we're employing the – I don't know. Quarter defense, not even dying. Which, is, which quarter, is great, and, and, and I'm, defense, sure that, yeah. I'm sure that I'm
6: sure that points, guys, guys will be heard, and we'll be glad right. that we have that many. But in reality, yep. if, if if the offensive line doesn't work, there's no there's no season. I mean, you yeah. can't block, you can't play. <laughs> At least if we had an offensive alignment and we were giving up points, we could maybe hold up a little bit. I'm just a little worried about that spot,
2: you know. So Dominic, look, brother, this, look, brother. All I could say is that it's definitely a concern, but it's not in the building. They're very confident. That's all I can say. Really. We'll just, so, we'll, so do they? We'll do the they field. think
6: they? Did, so they think that they can fix Shane Lemieux's pass blocking.
2: They feel Shane Lemieux will be good enough to give them quality snaps at guard, and no. they also they feel Hernandez is going to come back and give him some things. And they're going to they're going they to do. Look they at think the,
6: that it. last one. Do they think that will, will Hernandez struggled last year because of COVID?
2: No. Uh, obviously, those few weeks, you know, he lost. Obviously, those few weeks he was out was because of COVID. But he didn't play a snap in the last game of the year, Dominic. It wasn't yeah. because of COVID. It was because they like Shane LeMieux that much better. But we'll see, dude.
6: This is a different you know, year. I up. just wish I so wish we'll they would have played Hernandez last year because if they knew they were going to cut Zeidler, why not just play Hernandez and let him?
1: Well, I don't think, yeah, they knew they, I think they knew what they were going to do with Zeitlich's life this season. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't think that yeah, the they look at this that stuff the
2: after the season. Time.
6: All right. Thanks, guys. Good
1: stuff, Dominic. Right, thank you for thanks, calling buddy. in,
6: buddy. All right. Thank you, guys. All Anybody right. else
1: waiting? Oh, yeah. Dude, nine guys. <laughs> All right. Let's go to somebody else. We're going to go to Dan Simone.
2: Right? What's up, Dan? Uh, mute. 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 Hit the mute button. You got to unmute. Dan, you have to unmute. Corner. There you go. Um, there there All right. Now you're good. Yeah. All right, cool. What's up, oh my nice you nice shirt you got there, buddy. What kind of oh, jersey god. is that, Dan? What is that?
7: This is it's a sweatshirt. It's all retro, man. Nice. Oh my god. You're that gonna is. be wearing this today though, because you know.
2: What did you get? A bowl of soup with that shirt? <laughs> what
7: the hell did you get
2: that shirt from?
7: <laughs> nice, right? It's old school. I thought it was the devil's thing
2: at first. What the all hell was that? Okay.
7: All day. Nice Sad about those guys, but here to talk a little giants. Yeah, what's well, up? What do you got? What's on oh, your mind? I uh, just wanted to say also, I've been listening to you guys for a couple of years now. I think you do the best. Giant podcasts and oh, thanks, man. Of any platform well, I listen to for sure, appreciate that. So, I had a couple questions, you. maybe go one real quick. Uh, I saw Chris tweeted something about Tony. If anyone said, I, I don't want to quote you, but it said, if you say that any Tony, jackass,
2: if any jackass <laughs> calls him a gadget player, again, yeah, I'll say, yeah. it. I don't
7: know if someone <laughs> asked that question right, but I was just curious because I listened to a lot of the Giants Huddle podcasts off the Giants app, and they just rave about, oh, Tony's a gadget player, a gadget player. So, I just wanted to. Is that, is, that, that.
2: is that Paul Dettino and all that? Yes. yes, Okay, now what Paul may, what Paul now Paul's not saying he's just a gadget kid. What Paul means he by him that. A G-Kid. What? He called Yeah, him what a Paul G-Kid, means his own
7: lingo for gadget only.
2: What Paul means by that is that the kid could do so many things. Right. What other people were saying when he was drafted was uh, he can really only do some jets and he could just do line up in a backfield. He could do some bubble screens. He's that type of receiver, which is bullshit. Okay. The, if if you watch him, like I've seen him in Florida, you go watch his film. Okay. The kick iso outside. He could play the X. He could play the slot. Okay. You could line him up all low. Paul Dutino means that in a positive way. He means you could do so many things with the kid. That's why he says he's a G guy. Other people have called him a G guy in a negative way, saying, Oh, he can't run, he can't run a, a 15-yard dig. He can't do that. I mean, are you kidding me? You know? The kid could do it all. Trust me. Okay? He, his route tree expanded last year with Florida. He's going to have a nice little route tree with the Giants. And, Dan, he could do a ton of gadget stuff like that. You could line him up in the backfield. you could do jet suites. The kid was a high school quarterback. You could even have him throw the ball if you want to get fancy, if Gary wants to do some stuff like that.
7: Yeah, I hope they use him like that. I don't use, like, a lot of comparisons, but they were comparing him to you know, Percy Harvin and all these other guys that run that same similar scheme have that similar type of player. I'm I get that comparison. And they right play.
1: Now. They both played at Florida, which is an easy one. But no, I, I get. I get that. That, that comparison makes sense. Guy, yeah, fast, yeah, you know, he yeah. He's more than like Cordell Patterson. He's way more than that. So,
7: I yeah, one other question problem. about the Here defense, go, and I'll let you guys go because I know you got a whole bunch of other people calling in. But so in 2016, that we had a good defense, and then. Go jumping into 2017. I don't remember what what we ranked. Had to be bottom, yeah, bottom 25, maybe lower than that. So last year we had a good defense. I was wondering how do we, not how do we prevent it? But do you think that next year the defense is going to slump at all, just like they did between 16 and 17? Because like the personnel wasn't that different. I remember in 16 they had like Landon Collins and all those guys. Yeah, but, but Jack Rabbit it was and then Eli, Eli Apple at on
1: one side. You know, yes. that, that was a that was a volatile team, right? Like. You had Eli Apple, who was terrible. Landon Collins took a huge step down, right? So in 15, he was nothing like he was in 16. In 16, he probably should have won Defensive Player of the Year, but they gave it to Khalil Mack because you really have to have two good years before you do that. Like Collins was that good in 16. People forget how good he was. But, you know, Olivier Vernon, he was, you know, he was the kind of guy that he had a good year in 16, but he slumped in 17. He was hurt for a while. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't see that happening. I think they've, they've added so much this year. I think that's one of the things to prevent it. Plus, you have a lot more faith in Patrick Graham, right? I mean, Spagnola was fine, but um, the, the talent on this defense, we, we talk about it before the, we start taking calls, what they've added, um, we're just so happy with. So I think that will guard
0: against it as well. particular valued resources may vary by geography more info available at heftyrenew.com defensive backfield that can
7: play it's crazy so yeah, i'm excited about them i just don't want another big slump coming from brad Berry or martinez but i don't think they're that type of guys. I so they're gonna have a stronger yeah stronger year yeah. this year than last you year you
2: know what right? you know what dan you gotta have so much faith in patrick graham man yeah i mean i really like everything he does and you know and there's young talent in here too, and I, I, I wouldn't expect that. You know, I'm not saying it can't happen, I'm just saying it's a different field in 2017, put it that way. You know, a lot of young, and he just brought some more young kids in, Thought so it out with Graham, you know. And um, I expect the defense to be even better. Cool, all
1: right, Thank Dan. You. Where are you calling right, in from, by the way?
7: Highlands, New Jersey.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah. There you go. Atlantic Highlands, yeah. Highlands,
1: Highlands.
7: New Jersey. Oh, okay, Highlands.
2: Nice. I right, you could you could give that jersey back to the homeless shelter <laughs> we're proud buddy thanks guys talk See to you Take care, later Dan,
1: later <laughs> losing these guys one by one let's try this guy's been on hold a while danny kraus he's muted as well there hey, we guys, go can
5: you hear me
1: Dan, danny how did you me? unmute so fast what's the button you hit
5: so right under your face jerry there's a there's a couple of buttons one says screen one says mute One says, Uh, i sorry, one says mic, one says speaker, and one says camera. All right, we'll pass that on to everybody. Thanks, pal. Nice hat, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. First time, long time, guys. Love the podcast. Nice, man. Thanks, Danny.
2: Thanks.
5: Uh, Two questions for you. Um, One, what's your level of confidence that Jason Garrett can use Tony in the right ways? I've heard a lot of, you know, he could be an Alvin Kamara type, which sounds great on paper, but can Garrett put that into practice?
2: Yeah, I I think Garrett will use it. I think Garrett will know how to use him. I I I know a lot of people are down on Garrett, but Garrett will find a way to get him out there. And look, is he gonna do different things with him? Yeah, because the kid could line up in the backfield. He's not gonna be a Camaro. I mean, but he'll line up in the backfield at times. But he'll get him out in a slot and he's gonna do a lot of end the rounds, jets and all that stuff with him because the kid is I don't know if you've seen him, but Mm -hmm. the kid puts his foot in the ground, Danny, and he is gone, bro. Uh, he's very impressive speed wise and his balance and his physicality out there too. You know, he's a good yak guy, but Garrett, well, look, that's going to be up to Jason to get him in all these different packages. And, you know, and that's going to be his job because you got to get the ball in his kid's hands. He's one of he's, do you remember Percy Harvin? Like yep. he's being compared to Percy, right? Danny, you remember how many times they used to try to get the ball in Percy and it could be, it could be little bubble screens. Right, and manufacture touches for him. Right. To manufacture do. touches. Exactly. And that's what Jason's going to have to do. Um, and that's, you know, I know a lot of people don't have confidence in it, but I, right now I do. I think Jason will do enough to get the ball in his kid's hands. Okay. Great.
5: And then the, the second question, and it's kind of a good problem to have, I think you guys touched on it a little earlier, but you can never have too many corners in this league. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> if you take injuries out of the equation, hopefully they can stay healthy. How do you get all these guys on the field at the same time? I mean, yeah. even if you're, if you start in a base nickel, you know, Logan Ryan's your nickel guy. You have Holmes,
2: Love, and Robinson on the bench.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do- dollar defense. settle. I, I
2: don't know.
3: That's going to be creative.
2: There's going to be some inactives on game day that <laughs> might be like, oh, man, you know you know what I mean? So they're gonna have to, They'll they settle out on the, you know, they're going to have to settle out in training camp, but you might see it, Donnie Holmes, and, you know, even with Donnie Holmes, I, I know he, was, he showed things in his rookie year, but He's going to have to, you know, battle to win a spot on his on his roster, you know what I mean, especially to play active on a game day, man, because right now there's a lot of kids. But you know what? Let the Robinson kid play. Let's see how he looks in this. Now let's see if he could hold his own in year one, you know, because Donnie Holmes had – he did show things last year, Donnie Holmes, you know. And you got to remember, too, they use so many packages, Graham. They'll use X in a slot a lot, you know. They'll use Pep in a slot. Pep will be a hybrid linebacker, you know, McKinney. So Logan will line up in that slot, so – there's so many different things, but I I understand a lot of people, a lot of people have actually, how are you going to get all these kids out there? Well, it's going to be the best five or six, whatever it is. Yeah. Game day, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I I mean, mean,
1: we were saying it before, like you really have eight and, and Julian love might be the eighth, which is crazy. That's how talented they are. You know, you have Darnay Holmes and and this kid Robinson are going to battle it for the, for the slot. then you got the three big safeties, the two outside corners and that's it. Then Robinson and love it's, it's insane. Um, so it's a nice problem to have. We'll see what they do. I'm sure they're going to get creative. So,
5: Great. Well, oh, let, I'll, I'll let you guys get to other calls. I appreciate the time. Oh, okay. thank you, Danny,
1: thank you. Danny, thanks care. for chiming in, pal. Appreciate it. Steve. Okay. Under my face, Steve, there's a microphone, they say. Click that little microphone and you'll be unmuted. Yes, sir.
8: There it is. Yes, sir. Love the thank background. You yes.
1: The background, buddy.
8: What's up, fellas? How are you? Good.
1: How are you doing, Steve? Good, man.
8: Good, good, good. Hey man, I uh, just wanted to say thanks for everything that you guys do for all of us to talk us off the ledge. Um, a lot of times I, I, I do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, definitely original buffoon crew. I got my little from the, the, the original
1: good stuff, man, right That's there. Good. But, um, good stuff, yeah. Man.
8: So, um, Chris, we, I, I was the one that tweeted at you. We need to get you. Um, I don't know if you found out yet, but we need to get you that GoFundMe page for, uh, for the drone for a rookie minicamp, because if you can't go, we're going to need to figure out something to happen. Yeah,
2: from what I understand, Steve, uh, actually, I do remember that tweet now. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, from what I understand, yeah, we're not going to be involved. We're not going to be there for that rookie mini camp. That's what I'm hearing right now. So, yeah, i uh, going to have to rely on my intel on the ground, but I wish I was there, buddy. We'll see, though. Right now it's not yeah. good.
8: No, I hear you. Hey, they. Uh, my question today is uh, I don't. I feel like some people are talking about it uh, on the Collins Is is the bear schedule. And I understand every year, Chris is huge on saying, you know, every year, every team is different and I get it, you mm-hmm. know Um, but when you look at that schedule um, honestly, and Rogers stops being a prima Donna and stays in, in, in green Bay, which is great for us. Um, If he ends up doing that, when you look at that schedule deep down and do a deep dive, I mean, if those teams don't change, I mean, that could easily be a top three pick.
5: Yeah. Um, so I mean, my
8: question is, yeah. is, um, again i know chris you hate hypotheticals but if you if, if you're looking at that as a top three pick do we do something possibly like the jets if dj plays average let's just say and that pick is a top three do we go in another direction and start our clock again um with with judges i guess quote unquote guy um or do we just literally sell that pick and just get a buttload for it and set up our franchise for years to come like hmm. what do you guys think that judge would do in that situation
2: well steve you know we talked about it a lot if jones doesn't progress this year if he takes a step back and they go five and or what is it now five and twelve or something like that he's gone yeah if jones doesn't progress they're going to be starting over so i don't know what quarterbacks are coming out any highly rated kids i really don't even know yet you know right um but is there a big for what i understand there's a couple of big time edge kids coming out I could be wrong in that Steve, but that's what I read. Jeremy, did you hear anything about a couple of big time edge kids supposedly coming out next year? Yeah. And they, you know, just the fact that
1: they're going to, that they have a lot more intelligence next year too. That's why that pick was worth so much to them. But yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, Steve, you bring up a good point. It almost gives them an insurance policy, right? Like, even yeah, if, I just even like the if way they look at it. Yeah. Even if the bears finish like halfway through, right. You, you, then you might, then you have a 15 and whatever the giants finish, they could move up. Right. It, it's, they want Jones to do well. Judge wants Jones to do well. But if he doesn't, this is definitely something, right? It's it's a good point.
8: Right. I mean, yeah. And I just look at exactly what the Jets did. And yeah. I don't, I mean, Judge can say all he wants. I mean, that's technically not his guy. Yeah. You know, he he inherited him. He wasn't, Jones wasn't going anywhere no matter what Judge. And I am I could probably guess that was talked about in their interview process. Yeah. Like, look, Jones isn't going anywhere. Like, he's staying at least for a little bit. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and like, like you said, I mean, who knows, but you know, Zach Wilson, nobody knew about him. Yeah. Right. Really before really, the not, season yeah. started yeah. and he came That's on, right. you know, so, so strong and I just started thinking, I'm, and trust me, I'm a diehard Jones fan. I, I'm wearing his Jersey. You know, I, <laughs> I, I believe in him, but you know, if they go eight and eight, well, not now, eight, and nine, whatever the stupid yeah. schedule is now, but you know, if he goes average, you know, do, do they move on and they just say, Hey, you know what? I don't know yeah uh, listen if he's average, they're going to definitely be looking to move on if he doesn't okay. this is year three, Steve yeah. I mean, how, right.
1: you
2: know, we're not waiting five years for this freaking guy you know this is year three.
1: especially when rookie quarterbacks now are like stars in year two
2: yeah right I mean this is year three, brother you know if he doesn't show progress if, if he's still making the same mistake if he's a turnover big big time turnover season, stuff like that, hey they got that if, high pick man to
1: look if for you a had to
8: put if you had to put a number on it, what would what would the record be for him to stay? the lowest
1: it's 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 going to be record and performance too though that's yeah, going to be so tight performance true. like if he, if he if he has a great year and they don't they don't have a good record then it's not going to matter as much oh, it's going to be they, you got to come into the 21st century in the passing game you can't have 11 touchdowns and eight picks that's ridiculous right
4: right so,
2: right, right right because they could finish like 10 and 7 and like 7 of those wins could have been a defense you know what i mean right so, right right, right. Yeah. so right. you gotta evaluate the whole picture at the end of the year man but but they do have that high pick. I mean, like you said, you know, the Bears are probably going to go with Justin Fields. I mean, even if they start with Dalton, you figure Fields is in there by the third and fourth game. You know? <laughs> and they um, just
8: lost their left tackle. They just
0: released so. Charles Leno,
2: yeah. You know, they just released him. Um, so they, you know, right now they're looking at a, you know, five-win season, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they're gonna str- they should struggle, you know, with the kid quarterback coming in and all that. So that's going to be a high pick for the Giants. And like, like we just talked about, if Jones does not have a good year, brother, that's the insurance right there. Now you can start looking at that future quarterback, you know. So we hope it's not at that point. We hope that the Giants, right. Giants, Jones plays well. The Giants could definitely win this division if the offensive line plays well. There's no yeah. question about it. That's yeah. the only thing in my eyes, Steve, that could hold yep. up this team is that offensive line. And then you're looking at a playoff pick, hopefully, and then you could have a you know a top five, six pick that you could use on a monster the offensive lineman, or a edge guy or whatever. That's the game plan, Steve, right there. You
8: know. Yeah, and and last thing, real quick. Sorry, I just wanted to bring up: is anybody else loving the fact that Brady talks about losing that Super Bowl and he would trade everything to go yeah. nineteen? And that. That was I awesome. absolutely love it yeah. to know the fact that it's going to bother him for the rest of his life. Like yeah. that is yeah. fantastic.
1: And Eli Manning tweeted, "Nope." like Yes. No.
8: Yeah. yeah no. You so tweeted funny. never. Never. Yeah. Yeah. yeah never. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's good stuff. That's-
2: that's the competitive Brady is. That's you know when you have like you know if you talk to Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. Steve, he'll, you know Obviously he's won six titles and all that, but I guarantee if you talk to Michael, hey Mike, what's sticking your? He'll he'll name some loss. Yeah. Regular season loss or whatever the hell it might be. That you know that's the way yeah. those athletes are. That's the way they are. They could win hundred Super Bowls. In Brady's case, could win ten. He'll talk about the Manning loss for the rest of his life. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's and it's yep. great, but it's all fun. It's all fun. Eli has fun with Tom about that stuff, right? And, and and it is great, Steve, that they he never did get that perfect record, right? That the Giants were the ones that ruined it because you know that sticks in Tom's craw. Oh, I love it. <laughs> love, <laughs> it. love it. Absolutely. By the way, I see. Was that Tyree on your wall there?
8: Yeah, I got a I got a custom made. A while. that's why I hate them so much. And it says the catch, right?
7: Right.
2: Nice. I um, like it. Yeah. I don't know if you ever met David. Have you ever met David, Steve? I have
8: not. I heard he's a really good dude, though.
2: Well, I got to know him because he was with the Giants organization, you know, and, I, and I, I talked to him a lot in the locker room and stuff like that. He was always around the building. He's a class guy. What a a good dude, brother. A really good guy. So hate to see him leave, but um, I see you're a big fan of his and just uh, yep. something I want to know that he really is a really class guy.
8: Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Good I appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for everything you guys do.
1: Good stuff, Steve. Good Thanks, stuff, buddy. Good stuff, brother. All right. Well, you know what, guys? We have a lot of you in the queue. If you can hold it to one question, if you don't mind, that we can get some people in because we had a, we have some editing to do anyway. We're about an hour in, so we'll we'll try to go like five more minutes. Um. Connell, Connell, there hey, we what's go. up, guys? Can you hear me?
9: Yeah, man. what's going on, bud? Pick got the magical mute button. Is this Quinn Frazier? <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> I am watching the Yankees. They just blew a three nothing or a three one lead. Of course, of course, they did. Steve, Steve just took my question. That was a good one, but uh, I'll shift it back to a more philosophical approach. So with drafting in your opinion, um, I totally understand the idea of best player available and the best teams always do it. It makes plenty of sense. But at what point can you just rationalize taking a flyer, especially in a draft like this, where, you know, the tape is now the quality of the player necessarily. It's not really public information. Like in the fifth and sixth round, explain to me why there's no reason for the giants to take an absolute flyer and a chance on a guard or a tackle when that, I know for sure there's no chance in how they have tape on like the running back they got. You know what I mean? Or obviously they have tape, but not like, you know, substantial 2019-esque tape, right? So philosophically, where's the logic that they're saying that their board doesn't match up? Like, is that just smoke and mirrors? Did it really not match up or like, you know, Chris, you're, you're in the room. Obviously, Jerry, I'd love to hear your opinion, but you tell me.
2: The value, (laughs) The, the value to the pick. That's what Gellman always says. And he had that value to that pick in the sixth round. Look, Connell. I, I, how you say name? Connell? Yep, Connell. Connell, I agree with you 100%, brother. Yeah. I would have taken a fly on Trey, uh, on Trey Smith. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, the Chiefs got him at six. And if that kid turns out to be something, I <laughs> gonna be freaking pissed, brother.
9: Because hey, reaching the, the choir.
2: I agree. I mean, you're in the fifth round. You're in the sixth round. Two sixes and all that. Why are we not taking offensive linemen? Like you said. One of those got take take somebody but they look at it as a value to the pick and if they had the kid up there and running back to that value at that at that spot and, yeah. I, and I, it's a little frustrating dude and i agree we talked about it before we started taking calls that you know how do you not take one offensive lineman here later on you know what i mean just get somebody in this building you know what i mean um,
1: Stay, staying true to the board i guess right uh, and we said the same thing like true
2: to the board and yeah,
1: fourth yeah. round was kind of the round i thought all right here we go let's get a guard and never happened so it's not it's it's a great good question we all, we all agree so
2: yep. i agree with you Con. i agree with you brother
1: all right good we'll stuff boys we hopefully i'll
9: we'll see you a game this year right? and also get get going on that golf outing what are we doing here the yep. uh
1: pandemic when once that once it's all done then you know people are still gonna be a little apprehensive i think let's just i think it's a great idea I it's guess. a
9: phenomenal idea i have tons of buddies that want to do it so yeah where are you calling from con i'm moving in brooklyn right now but from westchester
1: originally.
5: oh, oh
9: boy right? here we go <laughs> park slope you, you're moving to park slope no no i'm in brooklyn right now but from oh, westchester originally. yep in park slope right now but and pelham in westchester
2: good for you brother yeah well I've been out of Brooklyn a while, but last time Park Slope, I was in Park Slope, <laughs> you needed a tank to get through there. You know what I mean? But obviously, yeah.
9: I know, I know Park Slope is now prime real estate, huh? Yeah, no, we love it. Ironically enough, actually, I tweeted at you guys in uh September. My buddy Eddie did, who Jerry, you know from uh, TR, and we, me and my wife, were getting married during the pandemic, and you two said, "Nope, elope, head out to Vegas." you have a better time there. Yeah. We had the wedding. We at a great time, but uh, no, I appreciate you guys. You're the best.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Colin. Thanks, it. Colin. To have a good one, guys. Later. <laughs> All right, Chris.
9: I think we have uh,
1: under my face, Jim, is a mute button or a microphone. Click it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. There
2: you go, Jim. Yes. Did I get it? Yes.
1: Guys, uh, it's not Carl Banks, but it is close. It's royalty. It's an Emmy-nominated
4: <laughs> news guy. All right. Well, thanks for the kind words. I don't touch Carl Banks as far as Giants royalty, but uh, thanks. I, I'm going to keep this short because I know uh, we want to try to get uh, Carl back on. But uh, just want to say, um, number one, congratulations for the success of the podcast and the newspaper. You. Um, if you don't subscribe, if you're listening, if you don't subscribe, please subscribe. Jeez, oh, um, Jim. Second of all, <laughs> well, I'm just supporting my family thanks, friend. You, buddy.
1: Appreciate
5: very
4: it. Very forward. And um, you know, I, I just wanted to say, as far as the draft, I am so glad that we took Tony. I, I'm glad we took a receiver. I'm glad that Daniel, uh, that Daniel Jones. Wow, Joe Judge had the the wherewithal to kind of shape this draft. You know what I mean? Like it seemed. I'm seeing all the beat writers saying that Joe Judge's voice is getting louder and louder behind closed doors uh, in 1925 Giants Drive. And I thought it was so important that Daniel Jones get another weapon this offseason and, you know, in addition to Galladay. And that's what we did. You know, I know uh, I read somewhere. I want to give the writer credit, but I forget who it was. We were looking to take that guard out of USC, AVT. Right. And um, ended up trading back, which was obviously the best possible choice. And, um, you know, I, I just want to say as a Giants fan, I was proud that night. And I wasn't so happy when the Eagles jumped us, but, uh, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And uh, we ended up getting, in my opinion, a far better value beyond what I'll admit as a common fan that I thought was possible.
2: Yeah, yeah. he well, you, yeah. Go ahead, Chris. Well, Jim, the Eagle, the Giants weren't happy either when the Eagles jumped them. You know, <laughs> they, they were ready to, to draft Devonta. You know, um, but you have to give credit. Because Dave Gettleman seized the opportunity yeah. when Smith was off the board to get that pick. And this is exactly, I, I just wrote an article about it, Jim, and you'll see it. But what, what happened was that the Bears, you know, he calls Ryan Pace to the Bears about moving up. And Pace gives him, makes an offer. They go back and forth quick. And they tell Ryan Pace, you got to give us a one. If you want your guy, you got to give us a one. And the Bears gave him that one because that's what happens when teams get desperate when they want that franchise quarterback, Jim. You know what I mean? So they gave him that one, you know, and they moved down, as you know. And they were they were pretty confident Tony was going to be there, but not 100% confident, you know? So it worked out for them big time. But you have to credit get him, when he seized the opportunity after they lost Smith, got that receiver and that 2022 number one, which right now, Jim, looks like it's going to be a high pick. You know, I, you know, you never know how the season's going to go. But right now, that could be a very high pick. So great job at Geto, yeah. man. Great, great job yeah. at Dave.
4: Yeah, no, and I'm already trying to look at the class of 2022 uh, NFL draft and uh, 2022 mock drafts to see, like, who, could, who we can get, you know. And, you know, my attitude is even if the Bears go on to win the Super Bowl or go deep in the playoffs, it's still a first-round pick that we yep. didn't have before. Yep. That's my
1: attitude. Jim, Jim, yeah, Jim appreciate the calling, buddy. All right, let's try Kyle. Is Kyle Johnson? Oh, it might be. Oh, oh, be oh, oh, Chris, good call. I hope so. I know Kyle's going to. Try I feel to like he's, he's going to yell at us. I can't wait to see this guy. And he's using. <laughs> a, it says he's using a mobile device.
2: Oh, oh Kyle, using a mobile device if you between can hear Carl
1: it. Banks and Kyle Johnson using mobile devices.
2: Oh god Kyle you got to be at the, at the laptop Google Chrome oh I wanted to see Kyle guys, so, so okay, did I. I to disconnect focus. he's
1: gonna get so pissed all right let's try Kevin another guys gotta he can't he can't be using mobile devices it just doesn't work all right let's try Jimmy all right Jimmy looks like he's in front of a computer
10: under Jimmy, my face,
1: there we go. Unmuted. Can't hear him now.
10: Can't hear you. Can you hear me? There we go.
2: All right, now we got you, brother. Nice What's to up, talk buddy? to you guys
10: again. Hey Jimmy. Um, up, I'm Jimmy? gonna I'm gonna keep this quick because I know you guys got other callers, but uh night of the draft, obviously. Uh Waddle went six, and as soon as Waddle went six, I kinda I kind of had a feeling that night that it was gonna be between Smith and Waddle, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously JC Horn went, you know. Patrick Sertan. went after that, I'm like, okay, thank God, you know, the Cowboys are going to get that lockdown corner, um, and then obviously the trade with the with the Eagles and Cowboys. Yeah. But yeah. do you think that happens if the Giants aren't before the Eagles? Do you think that the Cowboys still do the trade down? Yeah. What, yes. What? what I? Because what I, I I was thinking that my initial thought was Dallas doesn't want the Giants to get Smith you don't think that's what it was you think it was just they would have just traded either like if any other team out of the division was was there
1: the the corners were gone that was why they moved um you know rather they still got to face Devontae Smith twice a year now right so Mm -hmm. if it was a team other than the Eagles I think he might have a point but because it was the Eagles I I just think they 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 wanted a corner they moved down to see what they could get they knew the Giants you know the Giants were going to trade with them I guess so um or they didn't even reach out um, so yeah, I I think it's it's more because of the corners, dude. I don't think they cared um about him playing for the Giants because they still got to play them twice twice a
2: year. All right, Jimmy, that, you go Jimmy, ahead, Chris. Jimmy, when um Patrick Sertain was taken by the Broncos, yeah, at nine, that put them that threw the monkey wrench in the whole deal. Yep, everything got turned around after that. Yep, if Dallas was going to draft him, and it, and there would have been no trade up. They were going to take Sertain, and the Giants would have taken Devonta Smith. But it changed when Denver went. With Patrick Sutain,
10: I'm glad I got that cleared up because I, I was thinking right away, like, oh, Dallas, you know, knows that we have already, you know, an arsenal of weapons, and he's like, oh, god, we don't want to get, you know, one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the draft. I know Jamar Chase and Waddle went beforehand, but you know, yeah, still one of the best yeah, receivers. And,
2: and so. They still got to see him twice a year, anyway.
10: Yeah, mm-hmm. you, know, and,
2: yep. you know, and they're not going to, you know, that changes uh, their plans changed dramatically when Sutain got drafted at nine.
10: I'm I'm glad we're still we were still able to get uh Tony. I know he's the the human joystick. I don't know why all the Giants fan were so miserable on draft. And I'm thinking like, did you guys not watch? Well, no, because the it, his name
1: wasn't his name wasn't right. really mentioned. That's why it, right. was, it was
10: Smith Waddle um and Chase. And we weren't
1: getting Chase. It was really Waddle and Smith. That's 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 the only reason I think. Mm-hmm. And then once you saw this kid, you're like, oh wait, why wasn't he ranked higher? So he had some off the field issues, had a injury. So that's that's just it. So.
10: And I'm I'm happy I'm happy with the pick. I'm I'm glad that we got a, we got the first two. And you know, obviously, I, I was the kid from the from the Chicago area and my dad. me yeah. and my dad were watching the draft and we're screaming. Yep. We're like, oh my god! Like the Giants and the Bears, you know, got got a to deal yeah. together. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I I I root for the Bears because because of, of my dad. But now I'm kind of hoping like they don't really have a all successful no, year. To no, no. have. Oh, pick. in seventeen, so, you want them to go now? Right. Yeah. I'll have to root against them maybe. But uh, thank you for the calls, and I'll let you uh, guys try to get some other callers.
1: Hi, Jimmy. Thanks,
10: buddy. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Anyway. Thank you, guys.
1: I never thought we'd have a problem, Chris. Where I, we have too many people calling in. That's you know, where I have to tell people, hold it to one question, please.
11: <laughs> there it is. With all these Zoom calls and all this time we spend on screen, I'd have the basics handled, right, guys? What's up, man?
2: My boy, names and faces, fellas. What's going on? Man? Yo, my man. What's up?
1: Nice to finally all meet good, you, baby.
11: All good. Nice Greetings from Atlanta. Meet you, man. Nice. Um, I'm going to jump right into it, guys. You know, we can talk about the draft and all these moving pieces. uh, And it's a worthwhile conversation. But I think we could, you know, look at a, you know, whether Tony is a stud or an average player, you've got tremendous equity and value in the acquisition. I don't think we have to litigate that. Yep. My question relates to the structure and the development of the team. Right. And my question is, you know, in the opening press conference, really where, Joe Judge lays out his vision statement for the entire team. He says, "I want a team with a hard-nosed mentality, with relentlessness." Yeah. And my question to you guys, and specifically to Chris and Jerry, you, you you'll have your perspective as well, is how far are we from the vision that Joe Judge articulated his first day at the podium? He seemed very stern, very clear. And I'm see from you know my perspective, which is well removed. I don't, I I hope there's some alignment with his vision. I think there's this council of, you know, what 50,000 coaches (laughs) that are all around the table. Where are we based upon our talent? What's being articulated to the coaches and who Joe judge really wants us to be. I could get into the draft minutia and all this other stuff. First, fifth, sixth, what have you, but I'm really interested in the overall direction of the team based upon what you guys have seen and have heard and guys keep rocking it out. You guys, you know, have been phenomenal throughout. To, on behalf of the guys who are outside of the tri-state area, we can't thank you enough for the coverage you guys play provide day in and day out. Back over to you guys.
2: Well, Booker, thank you, man. I think you see, I think you saw last year, right, Booker, the progress of this team, that they're starting, that they're starting to reflect their head coach. Okay, no excuses, hard nosed. Okay, and they brought guys in free agency like that. Either last year with Logan, this year with Adoree, the Blake Martinezes, all that stuff, and now you, you see this kid Tony, right? You see this kid Kadarius, and Judge met him. They all met him. They sat down, with him the whole deal. And one thing that Kadarius Tony is is all about football. He's all business, Booker. I don't know the to that one. He's all. I don't know why my phone's going off. He's all. He's all business. And one thing I really did notice about Kid Darius that I liked, and this is what Joe Judge likes, this is what Belichick liked up in New England and all that, this kid will run through a wall to win a game. He's all football, Booker. You know what I mean? Watch him on the field, and then when they talk to kids in that locker room who play for the Gators, and they talk to coaches, the Jeremy Pruitts, all that, right? They all said the same thing. This kid is all about football. Okay, and I can David-
11: echo that based upon the DM I sent you guys. You know, right. I don't know if he's going to be an immaculate route runner. Um, I don't time. know if this guy is going to be super polished, but if you look at his yards after contact yeah. and his willingness to throw his body at the at the game, I can live with that. You can teach a lot of those other things, but mm-hmm. you know, unrelenting hustle. I think that's really wrapped up. I, I see a lot of that in Tony.
2: Yeah, Olga, okay. do you remember two years ago when Darius Slayton? came into camp what was yep. one of the two well there's two knocks on him one was that he couldn't catch a boy he had problems with his hands remember that yep. do you yep. remember the other do you remember the other th- the other knock on him no i don't he I mean, he had a route tree oh he did he basically that's ran, right he basically was a vertical he just a fly auburn. route
11: yeah i remember that yeah that i did get
2: oh he was a deep post guy at auburn remember booker he can't run no he can't run no friggin routes he can't he can't do dig, <laughs> he can't do comebacks he can't do remember the whole deal so I see him in camp, right, Booker? I see him in camp. A lot at the, two years ago, I was there at mini, uh, rookie camp. Then. I was there at the, at the OTAs, then the, the mandatory, and then obviously camp, right? So, and I'm watching him, right, Booker? And I'm saying to myself, where the hell is this coming from? He doesn't have a route trade, you know? And I see him running these I see him running these 15-yard digs, and I see him running these come back, you know, and, and I'm like, and I, and I see him running these nine routes, and, so, and I'm like, where the hell is this coming? You know, and I talked to Darius one day on the side. I said, Darius, I got to ask you, my man. I said, you got a little bit of a, of a reputation of not having a route tree. And he goes, well, I don't know where the hell everybody got that from. You know, he goes, that's what I had to do a lot in Auburn. So you were just brought up about Kadarius and his, well, he's got to work on some routes. here. Yeah, and he does. He's not the smoothest route running yet. But you know what, Booker? I've seen a lot of receivers, brother, that came into this league and they were very sloppy in route running until they got to this league. So you know what? My boy my boy Tyke Tolbert, the receiver coach, okay? They'll get on him from day one. He'll start getting his routes down. And have you seen a lot of Darius at Florida Booker? you see a lot of him? Did you see him at all? Did you see him on film?
11: Yeah, I've watched a lot of his film. I watched some of the All-22. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, you know, one of the things that he hasn't been amped up about enough is his contributions in special teams. He's an mm-hmm. animal in special teams. Yes, um, and he can actually block really well. If you look at some of his footage, yes. he blocks really, really well downfield and has got a heart for the for the team. So I'm buying what they're selling.
2: So just a quick story, Booker. So somebody's telling me recently when they were looking at Kadarius on film, Gettleman, Pettit, Judge, all of them, right? There was two plays last year for Florida. I forget which game it was, but he's he's running around the end. And he could easily go out of bounds at like the seven yard line. Right, Booker? Yep. He lowered his shoulder, stayed in bounds, and got it, and took on a defender and got it to the end zone. And somebody just told me this story like yesterday morning. And Judge looked at it and they jumped out of their chair. They were like, look at the balls on this kid. Look <laughs> at this kid. You know what I mean? That's, I'm just telling you what they said. Somebody told me what they said. You know what I mean? They were like, look at this kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, yeah. So he's a gamer, Booker. Joe Judge wants gamers. He wants kids that do nothing but eat, breathe, and drink football. And you see that even the veterans, Booker. Look, I know Peppers for the locker room. Peppers is all business.
11: Yeah.
1: Logan Ryan is all business. Now you said Peppers handles losing the worst, right? Peppers,
2: when you after the loss, I I stay clear of him. I, I used to be like yo, I, I used to be like yo, Pepp, you got a second. I was afraid the guy was gonna knock me out because he was that intense coming out of the shower after a loss. <laughs> These are the guys they're bringing in here, Booker. I think you saw a lot of that last year, right? I think you're gonna see more of that. They're taking on the persona of Joe Judge, dude. And that's something that's very that that's something you should be happy about, brother.
11: What do you okay. do, Booker? Are you a lawyer? I'm not a lawyer, man. I actually look like one, brother. Uh, like a
1: like a vo- like a radio I, I voice you said i heard
2: you mention litigate i'm like this guy's got to be a lawyer or okay. you should have like
1: no. a podcast dude your voice my
11: god i work in the healthcare space fellas and oh, okay. uh, testing is something i'll do in my spare time but you guys have been phenomenal i can't thank you enough my job requires me to work a long amount of time i actually am work, so, serving in the covid response i will get wow. in details about the nine to five but there's nothing like unwinding after a long day. And I do mean a long day, like many other millions of other folks, and being able to kind of unta detach from the rest of the world and just dig into some giants football. So I, you know, you guys provide a great fan service. You also provide a great personal service. So well, salute to you, fellas. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Man. Well, up.
2: thank you, brother. Yeah, really. All you you have done. We're we're just football people. You're the real heroes out there, you know, that took on this virus and all that. So thank you for everything you've done, my man.
11: Absolutely. You guys have a great one. Take me care, too.
1: Booker. Take care, guys. Dude, we're an hour and 21 in. Do you want to go one more?
2: One more. Let's do one more. all's okay. G- basically done. He says you just can't get through. All right. Can't get through. Oh,
1: we got to... I, I got to do Agent X. <laughs> Agent X.
12: Am I on? Can you hear me? What's up, Agent man? Agent X. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, thank you very much for... Uh, it's backwards. I don't know if you can see that, but that's a buffoon oh, nice. crew bumper sticker. There it is. There it is. You guys All gave right. me like... <laughs> like six or seven months ago. Thank you very nice. much for that. Excellent. Um, first off, I want to thank you guys. I I've been listening to you since you started your podcast, and this is such a great forum and medium to be able to talk back and forth like this, and be able to share this this moment with you guys. So thank you for for putting this on. Thank you Absolutely. for everything you guys do. Sure. Um, I, I want to kind of take Jerry back to the moment that Daniel Jones was drafted yes as he was yes. walking along in the rain yeah. in the uh, uh over the bridge yes. and i want you to kind of recapture that feeling um because eventually and actually pretty i think the next day you 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 turn the switch and you were able to become a giants fan and support him and however i've been i've been noticing there's been this like uh, certain portion of the Giants fan base that actually and actively wants to see the guy fail, yeah. And it's a mentality that is, I just don't, I don't, I don't remember this being, uh, or, or, or a target being on a Giant in my the, the history that I've been a fan since '84. Um, I mean, I remember pe- people bitching about Sims, and I remember you know, people complaining about Eli. And, you know, but I've never seen uh, and, it, and obviously I'm talking about social media, but I've never seen a a, a, a target like this uh, placed on a quarterback. And I don't know where this is coming from. And I just wanted to see if you had any ideas. As, as, as is is this just a bunch of people in their basements that have nothing better to do? Or is this coming from 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 something?
1: No, it's just people want to be proved right. Right. They want to be proven right. They want to say I was right all along and and. And even if it means I'm going to almost root against a guy if, if he's on my team, I be, being right is more important, right? And that's why, like you said, the next day, I still didn't like the pick, but you just, hey, look, he's our quarterback now. We support him. Um, it's like even Evan Ingram, right? Like, I want to get rid of Evan Ingram. But if he turns it on this year, I'm ecstatic. I hope he, hope he, hope he catches 1,500 or 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. I don't care. Uh, but I just think people have huge egos, and they have an ax to grind, and that social media gives them a platform to kind of spew some venom. And look, same way with Gettleman. Gettle, I, th- I think Daniel Jones, Gettleman, and, and Eli Manning would probably be the top three. And I don't know if that's because social media is so big now, but like you said, back in the day, man, I, I don't know who. I, couldn't, I can't think of one player that approaches or, or a, pl- a person in the organization that approaches anything close to what Daniel Jones, I, Dave Gettleman, and Eli Manning have gone through.
12: Yeah, I mean that's 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 totally
2: yeah, that's truth. I think he, I think a lot of that is the anti-Gettleman crowd too. They they connect the Gettleman and Jones, and yeah. they want to see Jones fail because that that'll make Gettleman fail. Yeah, good so, point. They were safe, you know yep. what I mean? Yeah.
6: What is it
12: about David? What is it about Dave Gettleman that really peeves people off though? I just I well, think he's a cool guy.
1: Well, the, the, he came in and he got rid of guys right away. He traded JPP, which people weren't happy about. He traded Odell, which people were nuclear yeah. about. People flipped uh, stayed, over that. He stayed with Eli Manning. That was it. People were pissed about that. He drafted a running back second. Like, he's done things where people have been against. So there's been four or five things when you put them all together. If you were against all those things, all of a sudden you hate Gettleman. Um, you know, I, I like the Barkley pick. Trading JPP wasn't the best move. I, I agreed with trading OBJ. We've talked about it. So he's done a lot of things. And he, you know, when he gets up in front of the press, not so much this year, but we've talked about it before. He gets in front of the press. It's almost like he kind of runs. It's almost like he goes out there, like, why are you even having this press conference? Like, guys, don't you trust me? So right, right. it's the
2: attitude as well, I think. So, but. Yeah, that right. whole. Um that whole we didn't sign Odell to Trade him to trade him. <laughs> yeah. That started uh, that started an agent X, yeah, man. <laughs> a lot of people after that hated him and still hate him because of Odell, you know.
7: Yeah.
12: yeah. I mean, I also, I mean, it's been I mean, what is this this is his fourth year as a GM. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of people can I mean, it's arguable that we're not really the a uh, better team since when he took the the general amount. Now, I I believe that we're a better team and I believe that we're going to the right direction, but I think Honestly, I think that's as much as I like Dave, Dave Gettleman, I really think that that has more to do with the um the attitude that judge is bringing to the the team. I think that, like you said, people are buying into his his uh, his behavior, his, yeah. his culture. Sure. Um, mean. and, but I mean, David Gettleman, like Parcel says, like, you know, with the whole groceries, you know, uh, uh what, what was the thing that he yeah, said? If you want
1: to let me cook the me, uh, cook the meal, you gotta let me buy the groceries. Right. right so
12: he's, he's getting the groceries. I feel like he's getting good groceries, you know, but <laughs> eh, whatever.
2: Agent X, what cures everything?
12: <laughs> Winning.
2: That's it, brother. With the Giants go 11 and five. Uh, this, this new schedule. I you forget. Uh, they go 11 and 6 It's so weird. It's so stupid. It's so weird. They go 11 and 6 in the NFC's champions or 10 and 7 NFC's champions and they win a home playoff game. Guess what? Nobody's yeah. going to be standing about Gettleman. Yeah. Winning through us all, brother. You know, that's you got to hope for happen.
12: We better beat the Eagles. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. me. Agent X, you ready? You heard it here. May 4th from me. Okay. They will beat the Eagles twice this year. I'm guaranteeing, mm. twice. Mm. Yes, yes. I'm right next. Where, where are you calling in from?
3: Uh, so I'm
12: calling in from Lewisburg, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, but I, since you guys have started the podcast, I've lived all over—from California, Denver, Colorado. I'm originally from Jersey, though. Where? Not a
4: fugitive,
2: are you?
12: What's up? No, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm in. I'm. Uh,
2: all over. You got to be a yeah. little concerned buddy.
12: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, so I'm in the death care industry. No, where so are you I from in Jersey? Oh, I'm originally from um, uh, from Morristown.
1: Oh, okay, oh, North yeah. Jersey. Cool. Nice, North nice. Jersey. North there Jersey. All right, buddy. Yeah.
12: Well,
2: thanks for pulling in, my man. Ah, nice hey, it. thank
12: you again, guys. I appreciate it. I can't wait for the next episode. All right,
1: buddy. All right, thank you. Man. Take care, yeah. Matt. All right, dude. It's hour and a half. This is nuts. All, All, All right, right,
2: buddy. Good. Um. Anything else? No, had a lot of fun talking to people. We'll do it again real soon. Awesome. And, uh, you know, we'll talk soon. All
1: right, guys, we print this Sunday night. If you don't subscribe, please do to order a subscription to The Giant Insider. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download The Giant Insider app from the App Store. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.